What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode... <laughs> you didn't even let me say it. No. You didn't even what? let me say it. You're gonna... Are we recording? Yeah. Uh, what's up? Episode 19. 19. Tight. Ooh. We're almost at 20. This is crazy. Had the realization that that meant we were doing this at least 20 weeks because the first couple episodes were two week. You know, yeah. they had two week Coming gap. Up half a year. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's I feel like the shit just started. Yeah. Um, if you can't tell, we still don't have a name. Although something pretty funny happened on our last video. Um, one of uh, Colin's acquaintances uh, proposed some names. Colin, do you want to give us a preview of some of these glorious yeah. names? Thanks to our boy, Dushant, who we often call out. Uh, he came up with some podcast name ideas for us. Number one is probably my favorite. <laughs> uh, the Taco Bell fan cast. <laughs> Dude. I had Taco Bell for lunch today and for dinner on Friday. So, so other than Taco Bell, what's the one thing I always seem to come in here and go? I just had this, the coffee thing. No, what, other than Taco Bell, I'm saying what food thing do I often come in here and say I just ate? Oh, uh, other than Taco Bell? Yeah, there's one other. It's it's Chick-fil-A? probably no, no. It was. Uh, do you say Chick Fil A? I did. No, dude. Come on, fuck those dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, Canes. Oh yeah, yeah. I had Canes today. Nice. I actually, we, we're not very good at, are you guys good at eating dinner as a family? Mm, we try to be, but nah. We're exceptionally bad at it. And no, you know what? I take that back. Fuck that. We are good at it. We're good at it. We do that quite frequently. I feel like things are so chaotic through the day. That's the least we can do. And it's easy when, you know, I do most of the, the cooking or something. So I'm there. I'm cooking something to accommodate Amy's dietary restrictions with uh, being vegetarian, and then the kids are just there because, you know, we own them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's easy. It, it, we're pretty bad at it. Um, just we didn't – neither of us really grew up in households where we sat down and ate together and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, it's just not our nature. <laughs> I, well, I didn't either. I think and, that's why I'm trying to do and it. And so we really tried to make a point just to get that going this week. And uh, one night I cooked, and it was – Nice, you know, brought it all out, and we were, you know, doing the just family yeah. eating thing. Then the next night, didn't have time. I don't think I had time to cook, or didn't feel like cooking. It's been a long week, so I went to Canes and got two Caniac uh, combos. And oh yeah, just, I just laid those out on the table, and we just all shared those. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I've That's got. What I was getting I've at. got like the mega. I think I already said this to you before, but I have the Canes order, um, where like I order with maximum efficiency. So it's like. I know how many chicken tenders I want. I know how many Hayden wants. My youngest is now starting to actually eat shit like that. So it's pretty cool. I can like get one or two things just like you and share yeah. that shit. All right. So that is the talk. Hit me with cast. the, yeah. Hit me with the rest of these names. Uh, the, I love my wife cast. There you go. And this one has a asterisk that says no relation to chance the rapper. That joke is lost on me. Does he have a uh, song called I love my wife or something? Uh, maybe I love my life. Is that a, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Deshaun, let us know on this video. <laughs> explain. Uh, let's see. The fighter and the clothing cutter. So I kind of missed that one too. Maybe well, because you got in fights and I. Oh yeah. We did talk about that. Off. Like I used to fight in grade school and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And you do be busting the sleeves off of every fucking outfit. This is like the only one that doesn't, that has uh, sleeves on it. <laughs> What's this next one? <laughs> Money Man and Riff Lord's Guide to Raising Kids. That's funny as shit. I really like that one, but 
It's still his dad focused. It is his dad focused. But Money Man and Riff Lord. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, that should be Would our. Be uh, that should just be our new like names for the podcast. I'll, call, <laughs> I'll just refer to you as Sir Riff Lord. <laughs> Money Man, uh, vasectomy support group. Pretty funny. That is funny because uh, you already said you had one and I want one, so that makes sense. And uh, <laughs> beer cans and Jeff Money's plans, which. Is has a nice ring to it, but it makes it sound like I'm just a drunk piece of shit, and you're like somebody who's got shit together, which is actually fairly true. That's not but, true, though. Uh, it's only true in the sense of I use all these fancy apps and try to get you on board with using them. That's it. You got your shit together. It's funny. Fuck that. You want to make? We should make one of those, uh, like the title of this episode. We'll talk about it after and Money figure Man out. and Riff Lord. There you go. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. We'll we'll take one of them and make them the title. So gotta give a shout out to Hilltop Brewing. Yeah, yeah. Super lame that you guys aren't brewing here in Columbus, but tastes tastes exactly the same. Yeah, we, we drank this one other time already, right? Because yeah, you, you called out the fact that no, I I'm I keep, wasn't saying that we can only drink different beers every time. I'm gonna keep calling it out though. The four string uh yeah. it is logo. Cool. It is cool that they left that in there as a little nod. Anyway, Hilltop still tastes just the same. It's good. It's more expensive now. They upped, Is it? They upped it a dollar. Uh, it's so a it's transport like, fee. It's basically like regular craft brew prices now. It blows. Well, this is not my first beer this weekend. Mm-mm. No, we went out last night. It's uh, You went out the night before, too. That's, right? Yeah, that's true, but I didn't I didn't like get drink I didn't drink any beers or anything. You didn't get drink. No, I didn't get drunk. T- um, no, last night we went out to Noctera, which definitely the first time I've been there and it was, I don't know how I feel about it. Like the beer was exceptional. Yeah. I thought the beer. beer was fucking phenomenal. I, I wanted to like the place more and maybe I just didn't give it a chance, but it was very, very white. extremely hyper family focused. I felt like, <laughs> and white. <laughs> Your buddy Andrew. Yeah. Was like, what is this parent-teacher conference bullshit yeah. you brought me out to? Exactly. That's And I love that because every time he walks in, that's the type of shit he says every fucking time. He walked in and Dave was like, is he bumming? He's bumming. He's bumming out right now. He's mad about something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was cool. It's cool little – I would I would like that bar a lot more if that bar was in like my neighborhood. But instead, it's just in some random-ass neighborhood in Powell. I do love the beer. I thought it was awesome. Um but I think I'd like to go there on a night where it's like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't I don't know how it is normally, but I feel like there was a lot of fucking, a lot of kids there. And they were playing that weird music and shit. So. We still never got an answer on if that guy's stomach was real or not either. I don't know. So this guy keeps walking by, right? And he just had like a really crazy, just his, he was a really skinny guy, but his like yeah. stomach. Somebody it, was it like, was that's, a, that's a throw pillow from Pier yeah. 1 Imports or something it, like that. Dude, it, it fucked him up, too, because that's all he could focus on. Like, you're trying to have a conversation with him, and he's, like, looking around you, like, looking past you. And then when he called that out, it's all I could look out after that. That's all I saw. So but, weird. yeah, wife's birthday was yesterday. My birthday is Tuesday. So we always try to get together and just celebrate. Like, why why exchange gifts, like, back-to-back? Like, what the fuck? We can just buy our own gifts, right? Yeah. Then we went to Meister's, which yeah. you said that you grew up there. I didn't. Well, I didn't grow up there, but I I had been going there with Dave for years. See, I drive past it like three days a week when yeah. I leave the grocery store, and always wondered what it was like if it was like a broy place or if it was like a locals kind of bar. It was there kind were, of all of the above. There was a lot more people in there <laughs> that I'm used to seeing in Meister's. It was wild though to walk in and they 
literally had nothing on tap. Everything no, said it was every out. fucking beer was out. I drank bottles or cans. I drank. I had Rheingeist. And I'm going to talk shit for a minute again because I woke up this morning thinking to myself, that man, pizza? that pizza was fucking terrible. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm the, I'm the very firm believer in the whole pizza is like sex. Even when it's not good, it's still pretty good kind yeah. of thing. But goddamn, man, that pizza sucked. And no offense to the poor woman who was alone in the kitchen having to make that shit for everybody. But, uh, yeah. The pizza sucked. I didn't. I didn't mind it, but we got different pizzas. Yeah, you, got you got like a, a thin crust. Dish. I got a deep dish, which I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of deep dish pizza in general. Like I definitely don't get into the novelty pizzas like Giordano's and stuff like that. I don't like that shit. Um, I used to love Uno when it was in town though, because there's something more balanced about like the crust cheese toppings ratio. And that one last night was like that. It wasn't just a thin ass crust with a whole bunch of cheese. It actually had some crust to it. So, yeah, it was made in a deep dish. But the reason I like that is because I like the caramelization it puts on the crust. So I like that type of deep dish pizza. Yeah, yeah. I don't fuck with that, like, all those yeah. novelty You know, I'm, my mom's whole side of the family is from north of Chicago. So, like, I grew up around deep dish all the time. And I don't really like it. I know it's, a, it's heresy for somebody from Chicago area because I was born in Chicago area. Yeah, but those those places, they also sell thin crust pizza. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they only... You either got to get a deep dish or you don't. In yeah. fact, that – I don't know if it's Giordano's or Giordano's or whatever the fuck it is. I like their thin crust pizza much better than their bullshit deep dish pizza. So I'm good on that. Um, other than that, like what the fuck? Did you get into anything else this week? Dude, last week was such a whirlwind with work. It was funny. Like I feel like the last couple of weeks have been like felt like an eternity. And yeah. this week it was just – like, I couldn't believe it was Friday already. There wasn't enough time in the day to get anything done. And I found myself kind of just holing up in the evenings, like, just kind of disappearing. And, yeah, yeah last week was brutal. But, uh, but um, yeah, no, I didn't. And this week's gearing up to be another brutal one. So Yeah, it's it's been pretty fucking busy at my job, too. So I haven't been doing a bunch of extracurricular shit. Just working out. That's it. Trying to burn off these fucking pizzas and beers, come in here on a Sunday and drink, and then I want to go home and work out. Were you super hammered last night? Um, I had a well, I mean, definitely had a, a I had a five six at like Noctera. Um, I wasn't hammered, so I stopped drinking before we left there because I knew at some point we were leaving and I was gonna have to drive. So like, I waited. We got to Meisters. I only had one or two at Meisters. I was all the way good, and it's because I wanted to. I wanted to make sure that I was good to drive because if not, I was Uber into your house. Uh, Amy was pretty lit. <laughs> oh yeah, she was fucking lit. Was she feeling it this morning? Um, surprisingly okay. Um, but yeah, she was fucking lit. I was like reminding her of like things that she was saying and doing, and you know, she's talking all loud and shit. <laughs> she's being like hella loud up in the bird's nest. Yeah, that was funny. Um, no, she got a she got a new iPhone today though. Nice. She got the. The XR or whatever it is. Um, That's a big seller. I mean, honestly, I'm one of those people that always compares the models and go, is it worth getting the whatever the next one is, the XS? Like, That's what I would have done. But You would have got the XS? Yeah, because it's got like a better camera. And no, it doesn't. Same camera. Oh. Same There's fucking better cam- about it. The only thing is it has a telephoto lens. It's got the same 12 megapixel wide angle and then the XR has no telephoto and the XS has the telephoto. Same A12 bionic chip. The XR is basically uh what I have which is like a little bit elevated version of the original X. Yeah. So. Which 
but again, like when I was really comparing it, like the big things is they went from a liquid retina to a super retina, which what the fuck? I don't fucking, I can't tell the difference. You're talking about a goddamn six inch phone. Like, uh, and then what was the other thing? Oh, instead of being, it was IP 68 instead of 67, which means you can drop that bitch in for 30 minutes into two meters of water instead of one. But if you drop your shit in a meter of water and don't get it out in 30 minutes, like that's on you. It's your bad. So she got that today. Um, and I'm actually excited to fuck around with it because the iPhone cameras are always, they're so much better than all of the other cameras except the Google Pixel. It goes like Google Pixel, iPhone, and then all the other bullshit. So they all got some. The camera of, really is something else. It's it's wild uh, yeah. how far we've come in ten years. As far as far as cameras go on phones, as far as technology in general, like well, yeah. when we Amy and I were sitting there comparing it, and we were you know we had the uh, on the Apple website you can bring up two models at once and actually look, and that's why I'm so fresh on it, saying it's the same camera. Uh, we were looking at them, and she stops and goes, "Man, technology has come so far." We used to have tube TVs, and I was like, I mean, fuck, there are kids right now that are old enough to, I don't want to say have jobs, but, like, they're, like, Hayden, right? He's never known a tube TV. Like, he he is just, that's not something that's even on his radar that, like, you know, people had. I remember when you had the floor set, right, with the giant wood box that had just, like, Mm -hmm. a TV in it, and when that one broke, you just set a different one on top of it. Like, that's all that happened. So we had a TV that basically acted as a TV stand, and I'd play my Nintendo on it. (laughs) But fuck, man, that she's right. You could burn holes in the TV when you left stuff paused for too long and all that shit. Oh, that was with the plasma TVs. You could also do it with the old CRT tube ones, too. Really? Yeah. I thought that that was, like, ghost lines or whatever. Like, those went away, but, like, the plasma ones, like... What happened was people would play games and they'd play like Call of Duty and shit that had banners across the bottom the whole time, even though the rest of the shit changed, it'd have the banners. And then they'd turn their shit off and for sometimes weeks, the banner would be across the bottom. All that shit's a thing of the past now. Yeah. That, but that's what makes everybody scared to buy plasma TVs. Yeah. I have a plasma. They're heavy as shit too. They're not. I have a plasma. Well, they must have changed it. They did. That's what I'm trying to say. They're still like, they're way cheaper because they have that negative association with mm-hmm. burn-in, but... That shit's fine. Fuck that shit. Um, did you? How did the? How does uh, Hayden the uh, YouTube gamer going? Um, so we did actually record his first little. I don't know what to call it. They're not called episodes. They're just videos, right? He recorded his first video. It was like twenty minutes long, and I made him sit down and figure out like, what do you want this to be? What are you trying to show people? You know, what are they going to search for? So he came up with like. Um, tips and tricks for new Fortnite gamers to help them avoid damage or replenish health. And I said, that's, that's really good. Like, that's a good yeah. thing. Like as a new Fortnite person, like those are things you should know. So I said, all right, tell me what are the five? And you know, you see him, you see his wheels turning. He's like, and he, he spit out five and, uh, about two of them were like, they followed the pattern. The other three were just random tips and i was like that doesn't do that (laughs) so we sat down and i i said think about it again um he came back and eventually he came up with five things that worked he felt comfortable that he could display all five of those so we fucking i queued it up let him go and as i'm like walking out of the uh the room he goes he turns real quick and goes hey uh do i do my intro i said you you do whatever you want let me shut this door i shut the door and immediately i hear what the fuck did he say he said uh What's up, slashers? Hayden here. 
Yeah, dude, he just he fucking he went right into it, and I was I was so excited standing outside the door. I was so excited. I was like, man, I cannot wait to watch this fucking video. So I waited about 25 minutes. I went back up there, peeked in. I said, hey, are you done? He said, yeah. I said, cool. So he doesn't know how to like really work everything yet. So he's just sitting there playing. I stopped the recording. Um, He went and got ready. And we were actually getting ready. He was going to his friends. This was quite literally yesterday before the party or before meeting in Noctera. So he's getting ready to go to his friends. I'm taking Eloise to the babysitter for the night. Um, I I couldn't help myself, but I had to sit down and just watch the video for a little bit. So I, I play it. And he starts with that intro, and I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Like, that's the cutest thing ever. Um, and then we, we, you know, went through just a few little spots of it. Dude, he's a fucking natural. It's awesome. Like, I feel like he's a natural because maybe because he's he's imitating or emulating yeah. uh, people that are doing it, right? Yeah. Um, so I am curious if any of the things or, you know, verbiage or anything he said was, like, just lifted. lifted. So, like... Did I ever tell you the fucking – did I tell you that he lifted some shit one time? Nope. Oh, my God, dude. The funniest – this was the funniest realization. He sings us this song, and he, I said, is that – what is that? He goes, oh, it's just something I was singing. I said, did you make it up? He was like, yeah. I said, what's the last line? He was like, I'm still trying to figure it out. So he works on this last line, right? And he sings four lines to us. And in my mind, I go, Fuck. That's like the deepest four lines I've ever heard. And it, it resonated. It stuck with me. So a couple of days go by. I'm driving to work and I'm thinking about it still a couple of days later. And I go, man, the skeptic in me, I got to I got to Google the lyrics. I can remember. I got to Google them. I Google it. It's a song. Bye. I don't know. Oh. Fucking some some <laughs> shit I ain't never heard. I don't know if it's a poem or a song, but it's actually it's highly revered as like being a deep awesome song right um so i confronted him i go hey man i looked up those lyrics you did not make that song up and it was cute (laughs) because he he essentially just wanted to like after we showed him you know so so much like praise for it he was like i ain't backing out of this i'm keeping this praise but we he he uh, fessed up to it he got it from like school music uh, and so he really didn't know the fourth line and was coming up with his own fourth line. The other three fucking stole those things. I wish I – it was some shit about like a wolf howling at a moon and stuff. It, like I'll have to find it. I'll have to figure out what it is and I'll hilarious. send it to you just so you can uh, so you can read the shit. That's hilarious. Have your kids put up any more videos? No. You just Are you going to nix it? Because uh, it's, it's about to get real once, uh, no, once it, Hayden shit starts going up and they find out. Yeah, then it's going to – It's about to get real. Yeah, then I'm gonna get a hey for Christmas. Can I get a second monitor and a fucking microphone? And yeah, you don't even. I, you know what? You don't even need that unless they're playing full screen. You I don't know. even need all that shit. You're ready to go right now. Um, so I, I had a topic written down, and I we didn't talk about it before, and I'm just gonna bring it up now. Weird dreams. I have so, them a lot. You have them a lot. Anything that sticks out or no? That's the thing is like you know they say like you if you don't make a note to remember your dreams within like oh yeah three or four minutes if you wake up you won't be able to remember them you have any like recurring ones that you remember just because they recur or like things recur so it's often? always like weird it's mostly when i'm stressed about work mm-hmm. and it ends up being like really weird surreal distorted riffs on work like yeah like something where i missed a deadline but the deadline was for you know designing a new toy for little girls or something like you know what right. i mean like some weird shit yeah so like it's you know um 
you know, one of those things where it's, it's always like familiar people from work, yeah. familiar surroundings, but like then everything is like weird yeah. or clients that I deal with a lot, you know, stuff like that. And so there's a lot of that. And, um, but it's always those ones that are just like the ones you had in like high school when you had like a test coming up or something like that. Yeah. Those are the ones you always wake up from like, holy shit, that felt way too real. Yeah. I had one like a week or two ago, and that's why I put it on here. It felt so fucking real. I woke up with like my whole body was just I could feel the anxiety just pulsing through my body. And what it was was like Kyle. So I was out with Kyle in the stream, and we go to this bar, and I mean, you know Kyle. He's like he's probably one of the most passive, mellow people on the planet. Like he, he doesn't get upset a lot at all like sometimes ever um and he just chills and he's like never confrontational with people you never have to worry about him getting in fights but for whatever reason he was fucking ready to fight some dude in this dream and i like look across it's we're at a venue it's like concert venue or something i look across and i see kyle talking to this fucking monster just an enormous monster of a guy and i'm like oh what's he doing and then kyle's like he's like screaming and flailing his arms and shit and he starts ripping his shirt like over his head <laughs> dude and i was like oh this is real like so he starts getting his shirt off and then like he gets it off and all of a sudden he has a tank top on too like a wife beater which i have a conversation about that in a minute uh he has like a wife beater on and so he's pulling that up and i'm like why are you taking two shirts off this doesn't make any sense and then the dude in the dream the monster just punches kyle in the fucking face so hard knocks kyle down doesn't knock him out he starts crying and he's getting up and you know like when you like fuck with your kid and the kid's like crying or something and he's like he he's mad he can't get you right that's like what this poor dude or this dude was doing to poor Kyle and so i come running over and i feel like it's my kid, my my uh friend duty to get in this and i'm cocked back i'm about to hit this dude and the guy hits me and i wake up I like so i don't know if i got hurt <laughs> i'm imagining my entire face was gone but I woke up and I had like the fucking most anxiety and I, I was up for like an hour after that because yeah. my body was racing. You like immediately feel better. Like, oh, that wasn't real. Thank God. But then you're like, <clears throat> you're like shook. Yeah. For yeah, a My body time. was fucking, yeah. I was not trying to go back to sleep. Oh no, like, yeah. That, that's, that's crazy. That happens to me. That happens to me a lot where I wake up legitimately like feeling shook. Yeah. And it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> that it happens so frequently yeah man see it, it makes me like i should uh i should like wake up because i have weird fucking dreams too but i should wake up and immediately write them down my mom used to do that shit she'd immediately write dreams down and i remember growing up we had a, a dream book that like helped you interpret dreams and like some like symbolism and in, in dreams and all that and i don't fucking know I, I put about as much stake in that as i do astrology but things did feel very like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like the dream that everyone has about like uh, falling. Like everyone has that dream. Mine. Now you say that, that there is that recurring because everybody has that. Yeah. And since I was a kid, but mine is interesting in, in the one, I don't think I've had this dream in a while. I don't think, but you know, in mine, I'm walking and I jump and I immediately jump higher than the clouds. And then I start falling, and just before I hit the ground, I wake up. That's the thing. I don't. I don't recall. Is it a thing that you can't get hurt in your own dream? Is that a real thing? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't recall ever actually being hurt in any of my dreams. I always the thing that hurts me wakes me up. Mm -hmm. Does that happen to you? 
Yeah. We I should look that up. That's out. usually it. That's... Oh, shit. We should find that out. I'm you know, now. when I bought these, uh, the woman at the desk at Saver. There it is. At, you hit it. At Saver. Hang on. Um, 24 minutes in. Shut up. Uh, we're already 24 minutes in. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and she goes, I'm going to put this in a bag for your own good. And I was like, what? Okay. And she goes, trust me, those plastic things suck on the, hill t- on the hilltop cans. And we just <laughs> learned that is true. Did that second one just fall out? It just like fell out of the thing. Oh, shit. So. Well, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Cutting corners all Cutting around. Corners, eh? Yeah. Upcharging. And they're trying to fuck Bruin up the it turtles. Out of town. Trying to fuck up the turtles. Why? I wonder why they didn't go with the uh, those hard plastic top things that everybody seems to be using. Money? Probably. This is this has got to be a fraction of the cost of those. Yeah, but with all the fucking heat, like every every thing that uses plastic straws is taking heat because of the turtles, right? Right. It's, but yeah. this, this, the original things, like this was like, I remember an image online. Yeah. Do you remember the fucking turtle stuck in one of these? Yeah. It, it got it around it as like an early young turtle. Yeah. And they found it years later. It was still around it. And the whole turtle shell and everything had grown. Yeah. Except that. Good thing we don't have to worry. In this case, they'll break right out of it. Ooh. But um, that was a shot. But this is Trump's America now, man. That shit doesn't, oh, that my shit doesn't matter anymore. It's all about the almighty dollar these days. Um, Deregulation, baby. But is- Let the capitalists make their money. Damn, you're fucking, you're going in right now. I'm, no. I, you feel, you feel like talking, you feel like just segueing right into politics? I'm being, no, I'm being devil's advocate right now, but uh, while we were talking about rich and powerful people, Jeffrey Epstein is dead, well, probably dead, Yeah. by a quote-unquote apparent suicide, which nobody believes, and I think that is hilarious that we have spent the last, you know, three years or four years, so, you know, pre-2016 election and uh, then through the election and then through the presidency, both both teams playing conspiracy theories against the other team. Yeah. And I saw a meme the other day, you know, it's like the, the white guy and the black guy arms yeah. cross and, it, and it's like uh, <laughs> conspiracies around Jeffrey Epstein's death. That was the everyone center. and everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And it is funny that it's like everybody on the right's being like the Clintons had him killed and everybody on the left is like somebody in Trump world had him killed and, and all this stuff. And it's just like, Hey guys, it's obvious that this was not on the up and up and let's let it, the an investi- investigation happen. But it is interesting that a day after a news report drops that, or I mean, a court documents got unsealed that implicated tons of very rich and powerful people. He just so happened to not be on suicide watch anymore. Mm-hmm. And he just so happened to not have security guards watching him. And they just so happened to take a cellmate out. You know, there's just a yeah. lot of details that are a little bit too convenient. Like even if it was suicide and that was the case, they created the perfect storm to yes. allow him. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'll say, you know, good. Glad the guy's gone. The guy was a fucking monster, but really sucks for all of all of his victims, people and people who were victimized through his associates that are now not going to get true justice. But one. OK, so which that that is interesting that you say that. Do you not think that death is the true justice or justice? Uh, 
Or what would be true justice to you? Well, him having to sit in a courtroom and stare people in the face as they tell their stories of how much he hurt them uh, through his own actions and his connections. Yes, like I said, another fucking abuser is off the planet. That's great. But if it was suicide, it was on his terms. Okay. You know what I mean? I can mean? see that. And I think it depends on how vengeful you are. Like, do you want, did, did you need that for your closure? I'm sure like some people I'm sure that's that. true. And I, no, that, you know, no, that's not the thing. But it's just like, if I was a woman who finally felt confident enough to come out with my story and now like, like justice for that won't ever be served. I don't know. It is, it, yeah, it is weird. a hard, cause I also, I also don't believe in the death penalty. You know, I don't believe in capital punishment. I don't, I, I just don't. It's just against my personal ethos. Mm. And so it's even weird to say like, good, I'm glad he's gone. But it's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so it's just funny cause you say is death the true justice? You know, my opinion, de- a true justice would probably be him rotting away in a solitary confinement or something like that. I get you. But, yeah, it does depend because I, I have had this conversation with people before. Like, I, I feel like sometimes death is getting off easy. You know what I mean? Like, just ending it. I mean, because nobody knows what the fuck happens. Let's just assume for this exercise that when you die, that is it. You are done. You are worm food. <laughs> and then you literally suffered nah, like nothing, you know, yeah. just you're just off. But uh, somebody who's like. Let's take like a, a a pedophile or something, child rapist. We'll go with that, right? Like instinctively, I want them to die. Like that's it. I want them to die. I actually do believe in the death penalty in certain situations. Sure. Um, and I, I, it's not even for that specific situation. I know everybody's like eye for an eye, whole world will go blind. Like there's that thing, right? But I, I don't know. I feel like if you take a life, and it's either you've admitted it. Uh, proven beyond i don't know it, it, see this is where it gets hairy right now i'm questioning my own i i can't even define i can't even put parameters around when i believe it mm-hmm. but i do i do know that at times i believe it there's something deep inside you that instinctively feels like certain things are probably best paid for with death yes exactly that's, that's fair. a good that's a good way to put it that's fair and i feel like i think the same way i just don't uh i just don't believe that violence for violence and repayment for violence is right just me but i'm aware I, i'm aware that a lot of people disagree on that yeah and if you want i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding meet colin uh, and the fuck meet the riff lord in the dms i'll be uh happy to argue about the moral and cultural ramifications of the death penalty i'm just kidding uh i just wanted to use big words what ramifications moral ramifications of capital punishment yeah i wonder if that like a lot of things do you think that there are many people who are religious and i this is just truly because i don't know like people who are religious are do you can you also support the death penalty dude it it is amazing how prominent support for capital punishment is in all of Christendom. Yeah. Uh, I've always had a problem with it. I remember, you know, going to a Baptist high school and being in government class and arguing about it with my whole class, being mm-hmm. the one more pacifistic, liberal-ish kind of guy. 
and because I just don't, I, I, I do not. If you're asking me from a religious perspective, I cannot find in the scriptures where it would condone uh, execution at the hands of the state mm-hmm. for any reason. Uh, it's I feel like it's ironic to support be so supportive of the death penalty when like your Lord and Savior was like suffered the death penalty, right? You know, but uh, it, and and by all accounts, wrongfully so, right? Yeah, and See, it is it. But what I will say it is a very there is a it is a very vehemently debated topic within Christian circles. I would say that there's a surprising amount of people who support it and a lot of people don't. And you know, I have a I have a pretty hard time with someone calling themselves pro life, but then being pro policies that take life. Um but which is a lot of Christianity. Yeah, and I'm I'm aware I'm talking shit and people get mad, might get mad at that. But I mean, this is I grew up in that world and the use of the word pro-life really only means one thing, which means anti-abortion. Abortion, right. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it is a dicey topic. It, I feel even weird it's, skirting it's around for, it because yeah. people are really passionate about it. I agree. And I've never really had that conversation with anybody, but as an observation – I I can't say that I can't say I've observed many of my extremely what I, I would call them extremely religious people right devout people um, I can't say that many of them that I can think of support the death penalty most of them are pro life um, but something else I've noticed about that in general is just how they respond and react to. What I I can't even think of how to like word this like how they respond and react to things that may be out of control like let's let's take cancer for example right somebody that gets cancer typically those who are religious just handle that better they're just and that's that's a weird thing it's like they're just okay because they feel like like the homie will take care of them right like they're gonna die they're gonna go to heaven everything's fine so they just handle that more and then you have people who are not religious they don't really have that. I don't know what it's called a safety net. You know, they don't have anything there. So they respond to that, you know, like with more aggressive treatments and things Mm -hmm. like that. And honestly, it ends up that the people that are religious typically have a more like a better quality of life because they didn't go through the chemo and the things like that. They just let God take the wheel. Right. And they were sick and then they died like abruptly. Right. And then the people that went through the chemo have a shittier quality of life. Yeah. It's interesting because I, you know, in, Growing up in that world and being around those very instances, it is really interesting because I agree with you that Christians suffering from cancer do uh, earnestly believe in making the best of their time and uh, just being just being happier in general because they don't feel like they're the ones controlling it right um there's often a a, you know in certain christian circles that believe in more fatalistic type of predestination kind of things say like no this was this is part of god's plan for me right you know what i mean and that makes a lot of people feel better which is like wild to me but uh that's the kind of god that i have a really hard time believing in somebody that would like purposely give somebody cancer to teach them a lesson or something like that especially when it's like kids and shit and uh but um 
then you know even if you don't believe that sort of thing you if you believe that it's some it's a cancer is a thing that exists because man has fallen and the devil has a foothold or whatever the fuck uh a lot of those people just spend their time praying on it and yeah. and like really really believing and that's and when the person dies it is devastating to the community so to your point yes there is a lot of better quality of life for somebody who's religious and suffering from a terminal illness but when you have whole churches that are like spending huge chunks of their services praying for somebody and believing for healing and that person doesn't get healed and then they die. Then you got a whole congregation that's asking the pastor questions about how do I deal with my prayers not getting answered, mm. you know, stuff like that. So it is, a, it's a, it's a wild, it's a wild thing. Uh, the, the, the way Christians, uh, religious people also, I'm saying Christians because that's what I know, uh, deal with death. Because yeah. it's all over the board. It's really wild. <clears throat> and I think I, I asked this on uh, one of the previous episodes. Like, do you think about mortality? And it, and I think about it a lot more. I, sometimes I wish I did feel like uh, something stronger about religion or something. Because I feel like I maybe wouldn't think about it as much. Because right now, man, like, I feel like any time something happens near me, I'm like, fuck, that could have been me. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Um. Yeah, that... that- that's wild. Yeah, we got really deep. Can you tell that? Hey, can you tell that we were out drinking, drinking all night last, last night? Because yeah. we're really somber today. No shit, we're just chilling. <laughs> it is funny about heritage logger. It is really interesting about the death penalty. One last thing on that is like, if you are gonna do the death penalty, like we need to like go back to like ways that we know work quickly, like hanging or firing squad you go because too many people are fucking they because, flip that switch and they well, live no it's a fucking it's the injections it's a lethal oh. injections. there are so many good reports out there so much good reporting about how awful that whole really industry is because you have a couple a handful of things one actual doctors and nurses do not want to be the ones doing it right so you have untrained people trying to find a vein you know, like, you know, yeah. like people who don't know what the fuck they're doing, trying to in, in, put an IV in somebody. So there's already a huge margin for error there. And uh, and then you have uh, you have some uh, so many instances where, like, the mixture of chemicals is wrong. Really? And it'll take three hours to kill them. Damn. I and thought be- it was like a real simple thing. I thought it was like they give them one to like. And I don't then, know. And like they fall asleep and then yeah. they slowly die into it. And that sounds good. And that is the party line on that's like, that's the propaganda around it. Yeah. But it is actually a really dirty process that involves <clears throat> a lot of pain and suffering to the point where it's almost torture for people. And it's easy to be like, I believe in the death penalty and they're dead anyway when it's over, you know? Right. But then you bring out statistics where like a significant amount, like 4%, 4 or 5% of people on death row are innocent and not even supposed to be there. So then you got somebody who's innocent can never get their case tried to for the right justice. Then they get their fucking lethal injection botched and they suffer for three hours before they die. I can't, I'm, that's wild. It's crazy that happens here. Uh, So what I'm saying is if you believe in the death penalty, just start shooting people instead. Oh yeah. (laughs) No, don't. You Not mean, a good time to say that. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, you uh you made a leap there. I didn't even make that connection, but uh, I, I see I see why you reeled that in. Um, not a good time to talk about shooting people. Yeah. There's not a good time to talk about shooting people ever. True. There's cuz I mean honestly like there's yeah, sure some of them get publicized, but there's a fuck ton that don't that just don't get the publicity because yeah. there's no agenda behind it. Which I had that same conversation the other day. Um it was like the day after the You're talking about the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing. Yes. You see that he uh he put on an apology. A lot of people like, a lot of people gave him heat for that and I I agree with why people were giving heat for it. It bothered me in the same way it bothered a lot of people. I get the point he was making. Mm. Was like, hey guys, there's a lot more of this happening. Yeah. And we're it, so he, focused he did it on it in these, a callous way. But he did it in a in But a, I actually a, agree with it. Well actually he did it in a very nerdy, heartless and I'm glad that he recognized that. But yeah, it was I understood why he caught shit for that. No, but I But I think, it's a good point. I think the the one of the last lines in his tweet actually explains why I think nothing is wrong with it. Because if you do remove the emotional reaction to it, mm-hmm. if you remove that and just look at the data, nothing he said was wrong. He was completely in the right. Right. Um and that's why I'm fine with it. Because you said, you know, he did it in a very, like, nerdy way, but it's like he did it in the way he was preaching, which is he removed emotion. Like, obviously, nobody wants any of that to happen, but, again, these things fucking happen. I mean, quite literally, they happen every day, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, it's not always, um, it doesn't always have an agenda that you can pull out of it and preach about, right? Mm-hmm. They're not always using, like, uh, an assault weapon, Right. They're right. not always using something like that. So if it's just a fucking handgun and some guy does a drive-by, which is what happened the day after in Chicago, mm-hmm. someone shot seven people, like, nobody gave a fuck. Like, got zero press, right? And it's because, again, everybody's just used to that shit happening in Chicago. They've just chalked it up. So, um, It is interesting. I was watching... I was watching Real Time with Bill Maher this morning, and uh, a lot of people rightfully hate the guy because he's kind of an asshole but i enjoy the discourse on his show because it's a liberal show but he has a lot of conservatives on and he also has some beliefs about political correctness and stuff that liberals don't really like and anyway he had tom nichols on who is a conservative guy and he was and they were talking about this stuff and he's like, you know, it's 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 easy to talk about guns, and yes, we could use stricter laws around background checks and and stuff like that. Yes, a lot of like ninety percent of America agrees on common sense, making it harder to to get big guns. Ever, you know, he's like, we can deal with that. We can, you know, deal with we, we you know, we need to deal with the, the rise of white supremacy in this country and the fact that like it's it's real and the data shows that it's there. He goes, but we need to figure out as a culture why is our culture creating so many angry people you know like why is our and then they got into this conversation about how our culture is just so angry and it's we're led by somebody who every single morning while he's taking his morning shit airs his grievances he 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 doesn't have ideology he has grievances and so we're being led by somebody who is telling everybody that it's okay to just wake up in the morning and and find a target to be mad at. And so, you know, <clears throat> we can deal with mental health issues. We can deal with gun issues. We can deal with, uh, or access to guns. We can deal with all this stuff. But like, if we don't 
do it in a holistic way and we don't figure out like what is the bigger cultural issue that is causing us to just hate each other. Mm-hmm. And that's that's I feel like the conversation quickly always goes gets jumped on by both sides to it's a you know mental health or it's guns. It's one of those two things and it's like yeah, it's yes, it's that. It's both. It's everything. But we have a cultural issue right now and the guy on the another guy on the panel, he was like a foreign correspondent for some news organization so he's always out of the country and he goes he, he's like it is wild like i come back to america and you can feel it you it, the, there's a lot of anger right now you can feel it in this country mm. and that's the problem so i would fully agree with that let's get off of uh politics Jesus. before we fucking just die make this a political podcast i think there's a startup by my house a startup yeah in the traditional sense like, like a tech startup well, you know how like when you think of – you think of like big startups, right? You think of like guy in his garage and he's got some friends and they're creating the next fucking like Facebook or something like that. So <clears throat> by my house, they're – on the way to work, there are – there's an, uh, a church that's no longer being used followed by two former businesses that are no longer used. One is like uh, – it used to be an oil change spot or something. It you know, has the big roll door and yada, yada. It looks like it was one of those like super quick. You walk in 15 minutes and then one after that's like some other car related thing. It used to be car wash, some shit like that. Well, probably about a month and a half ago, I drive by and the roll door on the middle building there was up. I don't know, maybe one foot. And it, I don't know why it caught my attention. Like, why the fuck would something like that catch my attention? No idea. And for all I know, they've been there longer than that. But uh, I see that. So on my way home, I made it a point to look again. The door was shut, but I could see in the glass window, there was definitely a table in there. with a. It was a white table with a bunch of white chairs around it. Hmm. And I went, hmm. So then I started thinking, I wonder what that is. I Googled, you know, just trying to find out what business is going in there. Consult the Googs. Consult the Googs. Um. And then over the next, like, week, I just decided they're a startup. And I decided that at some point I should go there and ask them what they're doing because maybe I want to be a part of it. I don't know. (laughs) But, like, I'm just – I keep – and I told Kyle, I was like, hey, when you drive to work, look for this building. It's right here. Tell me if you think that's a startup. I don't know why I'm fucking fascinated with it and obsessed with thinking it's a startup. But I'm going to roll in one day and just just check, a little temperature check. So it's in the old church? It's no, there's a church and then two car things. Oh, it's in the I, middle it's in one. One of those things. Yeah, it's in see, what see, used see, to be. I want to say like maybe an oil chain shop or something. Yeah, yeah. It's in there because there's a giant roll door and the, the roll door has the glass panes and I can see right in it. And there's right inside of it is a fucking table. And I'm like, are they are like they, a conference table? Exactly. It's a conference table with a bunch of white chairs around it. And I've seen people sitting in there before with laptops. I'm like, so y'all are making see, an app. If you see somebody on a razor scooter, then you know it's a startup. So razor scooter. In the building. Oh, why? Because that that's thing? always like the, that was well, always we, the thing. Like you the say Silicon that. Valley star, startups was like people like scooting from meeting to meeting. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> What's so wrong with that? We have uh, I told you right next to me, we have one of those motorized scooters. It goes yeah. 14.9 miles per hour. Every, Hilarious. like every day when I'm like stressed out, I'm like going, going scooting. Scoot. Yep. And then we just go around the building and scoot a few times. Now there's actually. Scooter <laughs> What? Was that a parody of yes. an 80s track? Uh, yes. Okay. Now I know like, what it is. Motor yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Whatever that song is. One time I was drunk on a scooter and I took a video, a selfie video on the scooter with one hand going, Scooter, Brian! That's it. Yeah. My, our security guy has been taking it from our building over to like the other building in the dock to pick up packages now. One day I was like, uh, why don't you take the scooter? And he's like, actually, I think I will. And then now he's the only one. I just want to be able to like fucking just take it and just literally park it outside of like a meeting. Everybody comes out of the meeting. I get back on the scooter and just tear ass through the building. That would be that would be my dream. On Friday, I got Wendy's and I took a scooter down there and went in, got my food, got back on the scooter, started heading back up. And I've got like I take the paper bag and I roll it into like and I wrap it around the mm. handle. Yeah. So I can that still makes scoot, sense. You know what I mean? And I went over a bump really hard and the bag was just like oh, and I like shit. quick grabbed it really quick. And then, but then I had to like roll it up like a football, and then there was no way for me to scoot and hold this thing. Yeah, just ditch the scooter. So I just walked the rest of the way. That's the best part, though, is you just get to put them bitches anywhere. Um, speaking of scooters, that's like that's still a topic of discussion. People either love them or hate them. But is there anything that um, someone else just like? Or, let me let me back up on this sentence, right? Because I'm going to try and make it more generic than scooters. What is something that you like that you feel like everybody else seems to hate? Hmm. Uh, or take that the other way. Something that everyone else seems to like that you hate. Uh, I dislike post enema tool. And that's I don't been fucking like tool, period. And that's become a problem. Or not a problem, but it's. You know, tools become quite the meme over the last couple of weeks because they finally put all of their material on streaming services. Yeah. And after being like literally like the last band on earth to fight against that shit. Is Metallica uh, on there? Of course Metallica's on there. Why do I not know that? They Metallica's whole thing was they just wanted to make money. Yeah. And they were pissed at Napster because they weren't making money. As, as long as Metallica's making money, they'll write songs like the memory remains, you know what I mean? So, um, but I heard that on the radio today. Um, the main riff is actually really good in that song. Uh, but, uh, no, it, it, in tools, the reason tool did it was because they were too pretentious. It was, I don't like the idea that somebody can just like listen to one of our songs and not listen to a whole album or buy one of our songs and not listen like, to the whole do album. They, did they think that the skip function on CD players seriously, just didn't exist? Seriously. We got some, yeah, oh, we got some uh, people next to us. We'll probably get some background music here. Shortly. Um, but uh, no, I I've never been a Tool fan. It's just like all of the dorks went crazy. And don't get me wrong, like Tool was like one of my one of the first like heavy bands I ever like loved. And I was I'm stoked to have Undertow and Enema and Opiate on there. Did you did you ever uh, listen to Deftones? Yeah. Okay. So Passenger. Yeah. was about that's the extent for some reason his voice on that song fits perfectly they wrote a perfect song uh, to accommodate him uh but i just don't like any tool song and that's crazy because i was a bass player like i'm yeah. supposed to like tool but i don't and i um i'm glad you brought that one up and no, so like i fell off you know after enema i to me old tool was cool because it was haunting maynard has a really beautiful scary voice and uh, with really interesting, weird lyrics. But what I liked about it was that it was just guitar, bass, drums, and vocals with really rudimentary effects, some reverb, 
And that was about it, really, some delay. And then that 10,000 days or whatever the fuck record came out, and they went all of a sudden like, oh, we're using the Fibonacci sequence to make the time signatures, and and it got all really dorky. And then it was like tons of effects and just just overly dork proggy, but not really as smart as they want you to think it is. Mm. And uh, they released a new song this week, and... God damn it, that's ten and a half minutes of my life I'll never get back. That was ten awful. and a half minutes. It was awful. So boring. And uh because another hot take I have in the same circle is I think that a perfect circle is way better than tool. Wait, that's I was actually waiting and to tool, say that. Tool dorks hate my guts for no, saying that. I, and I will, fully I will, believe that. I, you don't even have to meet me in the DMs. Meet me in person. I'll fight you over that one. <laughs> because that's one I that that is a band they knew I how to like. write good fucking songs mm. with a guy who's we all knew whose voice was awesome right so fully agree my fucking thing that everyone seems to like that I could give two shits about is sushi do you fuck with sushi I like sushi all right but I'm never in the mood to eat it I don't I have never once said I'm craving sushi. I'll well, no. go. I'll go eat it because my wife likes it. We we actually went somewhere the other day. Yeah, we no, I agree. Fucking, I'm on. I'm the same team. Yeah, fuck sushi. We went somewhere the other day though. It's like the spot that everyone loves in town. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not even gonna try. But I did. I will say that the shit I had from there was exceptionally better than any sushi I had in the past. I also learned there that when I get the spicy tuna roll, I've been eating raw sushi for years. That's what sushi is. Nah, dog. Sushi's raw fish. Yeah, but I don't usually fuck with the stuff that's... First of all, I don't fuck with the shit that's fish. I eat the fake crab meat and shit like that. Yeah, see, that's your problem. Why? Why is that a problem? The California roll with avocado in it and shit? I can fuck with that. The idea of eating raw fish is fucking weird to me. See, that's the thing. Is like, If I do eat sushi, I do eat like the ones that have like the big hunk of meat on the top of the Shut rice. Shut up. Like That's what I like. I like that stuff. No. But I'm never in the mood for it. I'm never like, hey, you want to get some sushi well, It's because you're not a fucking polar bear. <laughs> like, nobody nobody gets in the mood for that. <laughs> Sierra all the time is like, man, I really feel like some sushi. Well, maybe she's part polar bear. You should hit her with a 23 and me and see which bear she's... Uh... Jesus. Are we going to... There it is. You know I really why? hope it's Metallica again. No. that's. I feel like that's a, another, another storage... Or not storage unit, but... Another office over. That's what that is. Speaking of, really quick, speaking of uh, music from our childhood, mm-hmm. legit, something is my mouth. It, just, <laughs> it was like crunchy. Like I, my teeth, it like crunched on my teeth. I don't know what the fuck it was. But. <laughs> it makes me want to gag. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there it is. What the fuck is that? I have no idea what it is. Some food from earlier. No, it was like crunchy, like sand. Or There's something. no way we can. There's no. First of all, what, there... how, what time are we at? We're at almost just, an hour, almost fifty-five minutes. Yeah. So if it gets too much, we're, we're, we're fine. Yeah, this might be it. This might be. Uh, uh, this might be it today. Might be a short one today, which is good because it was a long one last week. Uh, no, what I was going to say was the. I legitimately love the new Slipknot record. Oh my god! It came out on Friday, and I've listened to it four times. I've all only the way listened through. to three tracks. I've listened to it four times all the way through. I've only listened to three tracks, and I will say that this is hands down the best thing they've done since the Slipknot album. Wow! Yeah, you, you took it a step farther than I did. I don't because I don't fuck with Iowa and shit like that. Oh, see, 
I don't, I don't like, I never did. I loved Iowa better than the first album because mm. it was heavier. You think so? Yeah. And it was more, there was more death metal influence. There was blast beats. There was Man. double picking. Uh, I but, do not think it was heavier than the first one. Um, and then I actually really loved volume three, the one after that. And the new one to me sounds like a cross between Iowa and volume three. See, for me, I think I like, I feel like the first record was a little more stripped down. That's true. Yeah, there was a lot less production, and for some reason, that's what I liked about Slipknot. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I just, musically, I like Iowa a lot better. And uh, and, and I'm going to go on record and say, I don't necessarily hate Iowa. I like it for what it is. It just wasn't what I liked about Slipknot. That's a lot. That's happened to me with, like, a the, lot of bands. The new one, though, I got to say, well, I will say, the, and I've, I've, I've fucked with Slipknot all, like, I've been excited for every record. The last two I thought were okay. Yeah. Um, but I will say that by far the best production on any Slipknot record, this new one, it sounds so good. The extra percussion, the drums sound awesome. The extra percussion and like the DJ and the samples and all that stuff. None of it sounds, none of it sounds, uh, distracting. It's all like a lot more integrated in like a really good way. The yeah. grooves are so good. The third track, it's called like birth of the cruel. Sounds like, see, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. They're all falling uh, apart. Oh, it's because he's got these little notches. They're like tearaway notches so that the fucking turtles don't get tangled. Um, uh, the song Birth of the Cruel is probably my favorite song in there. And it sounds like heavy fucking STP. <laughs> I like that you're tearing them up so that the turtles really don't get. Throw that shit, man. But no. Do you want to go record. through that uh, that weird list of Let's do it. questions? All right. So I found this. uh well, I didn't find, but I came across this. <clears throat> what is it? I guess it was just a hot take of people saying uh, what's considered cheating or what's too far. And there's all these spinoffs. And some of them, and I, I watched the video, and some of them I did not agree with at all. And I was I was quite puzzled to see how many people thought certain things were like too far or cheating or things like that. Now, the couple, a couple of the ones I watched, they were specific to, is this cheating or not? A different one I watched was, is this too far? So what I'm going to say is, I'm just going to, you tell me, is it cheating, too far, or who gives a fuck, right? And so I'm going to go oh, through. like too far as in like, yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. Okay, so there's, there's cheating, which obviously there's physical and emotional cheating, right? And then there's, that's not cheating, right? Because I'm pretty clear on what I think cheating is. Uh... So, yeah, let me just run through a couple of these. I want to see. I'm curious your take on it because I was like, I was very. It'll be interesting to hear my take on it because I uh, have never been cheated on. Mm. And I've been with the same person now for 16 years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this or Jesus. Yeah. 16 and a half years. Yeah. If if you guys would have had a kid like right off rip, it'd be driving right now. It's crazy. Uh, so I'm going to start with some that I think kid when I was 20 years old, 19 years old, fucking crazy to think there are people out there having kids at 13, like you're going to have a kid. And by the time your kid is old enough to drink, you're going to still be partying and drinking with your kid. I got a quick, I got a quick, I got a quick say something about this. Yesterday I was at Jordan Holland's house, which, Hey fucker, get on the podcast. Seriously. Um, I was at his house. He was throwing a diaper party for one of his buddies. Uh, who's having a kid. And these are a bunch of dudes that I know from the Columbus hardcore scene. And I fuck with these guys, but they're way younger than Jordan and I. 
and uh, uh, I, you know, I guess it's saying way younger is, is different, but is, it may be too much, but they are significantly younger mm-hmm. and uh, walk in. And one of the guys was like, says to his brother, he's like, dude, he's in, he's in, he was in symphony in peril. And I was like, Hey, you know, cause like, that's always awkward. We broke up 14 years ago. Right. And he goes, dude, we were at your last show. It was our first time we ever went to a heavy show was the last symphony in peril show. And we went with our dad when we were 13 and that made me feel crazy, crazy. This is in 2005. I was 22. It's crazy. Fuck. Um, but then later in that day, one of these same guys, a guy was at this party wearing a silver chair shirt mm. and it was like from the freak show. So it was like from freak show era silver chair. I was a big silver chair fan. Um, so that was like 97 and dude says he's, I was like, dude, that shirt's so sweet. And then this guy's like, he's like, who's silver chair? I was like, oh, Jesus. Like that hurt me so bad. I don't, I don't care when things like that happen just because I just attribute it to, you ran in a different circle. Like there are bands that were very fucking prominent in the late nineties and stuff that I know nothing about. Yeah, but then I found out that this dude was born in like nineteen ninety one or something like that. So then when Silverchair put out Frog Stomp there, he's only like three years old. Ugh. So then I feel crazy. Disgusting. That's gross. I was in seventh grade. Alright. Was I yelling last night? My voice feels really was I, I th- screaming? I think all of us were. By the time we got to Meisters, it was so loud there that we were talking loud <laughs> like as Like well. I, w- I wasn't like hammered last night. Like I remember everything about last night, but my voice is like hoarse today. I'm like, geez, yeah. was I screaming last night? Mine's pretty fucking mine's a little fucked up too. Oh, let me just say, it was really nice to sleep in, and I took the dogs out when I got home late as fuck. So oh, the, you had an overnight babysitter. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, I took the dogs out. Usually I get up at six 30 to six 50 religiously because either the dogs or the kid is up one of the two. I, my alarm goes off and I, I did set my alarm for eight just to make sure, you know, I didn't fucking go crazy and super oversleep. I wake up, the dogs are still sleeping. I said, oh, I'm just going to turn this off, turn it off. Didn't get up till 10 something. Just nat- woke up naturally. The dogs were still asleep. I had no kid to get. I said, holy fuck. That was the first time we've been without our daughter in two years. It's crazy. Yeah. Super. It wild. only gets better. Cause that's yeah. the thing. It's like, well, like you said, you set the fucking, the, the box of donuts out. I got of a the box of Enemy donuts today. Put them on the counter. Uh, well, I woke up at 10 15 this morning. The kids had already eaten. They were just quietly playing video games. Yeah. You want to save this list for next time? No, let's just do it. You want to crank through it? Yeah, this is this is getting distracting, but it is. Let's do it. It's hard for me to focus. Uh, I'll start with some of the basic ones, right? Um, liking an ex's picture. Uh, no big deal, or could be too far, depending on the circumstances around the breakup and the relationship with your current. I uh, <laughs> mine's just straight up. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I I could care less about that. Um, which actually, there's another one that was related to that. Following an ex on social media. Who cares? I don't care about the fuck. I don't care about that either. Um, what about just? Well, this one's fucking stupid. That's a trivial one. I'm not even gonna say it because it's too stupid. Um, this was one I found very interesting, and I'm like, how fucking often does this happen? Your partner falls asleep in someone else's bed. Uh, divorce. 
Right. Well, first of all, what are I wish I I wish okay. I knew. Let's let's back it up. Falls asleep uh, with them. Yeah. Is yeah. that person in there? Yeah. Bed? Exactly. What if they're alone? What if like, they say? Like, what if you're at a party and they got and hammered? Say, hey, you want to sleep in my bed? Right. So what if it's that? No, that's fine. Is it an ex? Ooh. There's a difference. Yeah, there is different. There's too many variables to that one. But it was interesting to see people. Some people were like, I don't give a fuck. It was also interesting when it was couples answering because when one would say one thing and one would say the other, you saw the tension like they're about to have a conversation later that night. Um, so fuck that one. Um, your partner texting with somebody of the opposite sex. It, that's fine. Yes. Your partner texting with someone of the same sex. Uh, I, yes, that's fine. Isn't that weird? Uh, there were so many people that I saw when they answered that one. They were like, oh, same sex? Oh, it's fine. And they're like, opposite sex? Nah. And I'm like, but I've always your had, girl I've, or guy might like girls or guys. I'm a effeminate guy. I've, I, I've, I'm, a, I'm a soft guy. I've always had a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. I, I, I get along with girls. I, my girlfriends, like, Sierra, like Sierra's best friends, I consider my best friends. Yeah. And I, at, have... at 16 years, you guys are pretty well meshed. Yeah. You guys are uh, yeah. intertwined. No, a bunch of the questions were just like, they were just stacking things onto it. Like, what about this? Okay, now what about that same thing, but if it were this? Like, they were doing that. And I think to show the bias between people, uh, it's so fucking loud. It's slowly getting louder. Yeah. Trivial things that drive us crazy. This Bands music. that slowly turn up. Um... Oh, here, they, they did add on to that one. Your partner texting with someone they find attractive. What are they texting about? I don't fucking know. It See, be- that, 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 there's, this, these are interesting, uh, but there are tons of variables. Like, I, Yeah, it, sure, I feel like it's all situational. Like, I'm sure Sierra finds a lot of my guy friends attractive. Especially and, me. Yeah. You said yeah. You were so quick to say yeah. Well, you're a good-looking guy. Hell yeah. So I, I assume... And I don't have a problem with her texting somebody that she might be attracted to. That's lame. Here's one. Uh, your partner drunkenly kissing someone of the same sex. <laughs> you're drunker or your I said you're drunker. Your partner drunkenly kissing someone of the opposite sex. I start to have a problem there. See, there that's what I mean about the bias. I think that's what it's trying to show is we shouldn't really care regardless. It I, should, should be, I should not say I start to have a problem there. I have a serious problem there. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, I think that we should have problems with the scenario or situation or event happening and not about the people. And I think that's what it's trying to show is why it's layering these things all like, oh, yeah, same sex. What about that? What about opposite sex? You know what I mean? Like, I see what it's trying to do. Um, your partner going out for a night on the town with someone of the same sex. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a layer. With, and then with someone of the opposite sex. Depends on the context. Again, again, variables. Sierra's hung out with my best friend Chris before. They've gone out. Dude, Chris was awesome. He and I played darts last night, and I was super pumped. First of all, your wife was talking all kinds of shit about playing darts. She kept saying, like, she wanted to play and that she wanted a good challenge and yada yada. And so... No, we. she was doing really well. I feel like we didn't finish the game. I feel like something happened and we didn't finish the game. Uh, but me, who wasn't really drinking at that point, I was like, man, I really want to play some darts, but I don't want to pull anybody away from all the conversation. And Chris showed up. 
And then Chris goes, hey man, you wanna play some darts? I'm like, fuck yeah, I wanna play some darts. And then we stood up and had a badass game of darts. I was glad he came out. I texted him at 10.30 and I was like, we're at Meister's and sent him my location. Yeah. Like, Come have some beers. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and here's one that this is one of the ones I found the most interesting because it was the most divided amongst the panel of people answering it. Your partner dreams about someone else. You can't control that. That's what I said. I'm like, you can't fucking control that. Like, I think their argument there was, well, if they're dreaming about this person, they're thinking about them in day-to-day life, and so they're dreaming about it, and if yada, yada. I don't give a fuck. If uh, physical things aren't happening, fuck it. Dream about goddamn... What's that dude's name? I, Idra, say it for me. Idra Elba or something. Idris Elba. There you go, that Idris, dude. Idris Elba. Yeah. I can't focus. If my wife wants to dream about that dude <laughs> or Jason Statham or any of those other fuckers, have at it. You want to just wrap this bitch up for the night? Let's do it. All right. Episode 19 is in the books. Uh, 20. Money Man and Riff Lord. <laughs> No, that's got to be the uh, that's got to be the name of the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm episode sorry, sorry. nineteen. Episode nineteen of uh, beer cans and Jeff Money's plans. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we're gonna have a guest next week if we can uh, secure some fucking time with Dave. He hasn't been able to uh, commit to anything, but hopefully we can get Dave back on here next week. It's always fun to talk to him. We're at F twenty. F twenty. All right, peace.